1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Tuesday, the 30th of January of 2024. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... Imagine how crazy it would be if we just abruptly decided to add new letters to the alphabet. That would be crazy. Imagine the 1K letter of the day possibilities that could come from that. Oh, my God, right? You just make words up. It's a new word with a new letter. That's not happening. But this is the next best thing. 118 new emojis have been revealed. 118? Yes, and they will be coming to your phone sometime this spring.
0: It's at the point you have to search. Like, you can't just scroll through the emojis. You got to type the word. You got to type in what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. The additions include, let's see, a phoenix, a lime, uh, and a brown mushroom.
2: How did we not have a lime already? That's weird.
1: And a broken chain. That's another one. A broken chain. There are also two new smile emojis, one that's shaking its head from side to side and another that's shaking its head up and down. Yeah. Uh, There are also a series of gender neutral family emojis. They're basically silhouette versions of the existing family emojis that have various combinations of genders. The other 108 are just additional versions of the people walking, running, kneeling, sitting in wheelchairs, and walking with canes. I wonder if they've got some kind of counter that tells you how often any, an emoji is used. Yeah. Because there's a lot on there I feel like never or get just touched.
0: Just useless, right. Like, I I was surprised. When the the emojis first came out, there were a lot that I was like,
3: this is, this is a weird choice. I'd this be intrigued choice. to see the stats on which emojis are used the most in different parts of the world. You know what uh, I mean? Like yeah. what's being, what's the most popular emoji in Indonesia? What's the top five over there? Cause That's,
2: I bet you could pull that.
1: I'm opening my text right I know, now. I'm
3: going to look. Because I bet you a lot of the stuff we don't use maybe is used in other parts.
2: Yeah. Like different fruits or vegetables mm-hmm. yeah. or animals. Exactly. Plus like, are they using eggplant the same way we use it? You know, stuff like that. <laughs>
1: Okay, so here are my frequently used emojis, but are they rated in any particular way, or do they just...
2: Well, I do think that... They're just
1: what I used recently.
2: I think the left column, this one, where the heart is for me, Yeah, I think that's the one that you use the most.
1: Okay, so that would be the kiss emoji, Mm -hmm. the thumbs up emoji, the smile emoji.
2: These all make sense for you. uh, The
1: hands praying, which is a thank you. That's how I say thank you. Right, and then the the check thing
2: oh the like got it. like done yeah yeah see mine's heart the little eyes that are going in circles and then the one eye peeking through the hands like uh oh and then heart eyes and then the kiss
0: <laughs> mm. yeah there are just so many so many that i just never ever touch or go anywhere near <laughs> you have to pay attention though because if you have on your
2: um Word assist, like when you type in a word, you can hit the button at the top and it'll Mm -hmm. just automatically fulfill it for you. A lot of times when you type in things, it'll suggest the emoji at the end of the word, Mm -hmm. word suggestion. That makes it easy. Yeah. Like when I went to St. Lucia, I had no idea they had a St. Lucia flag as one of the emojis, but they do.
1: Yeah. Every country just type in the country and And it'll pop
2: up. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So if you're ever not sure what, what a country's flag looks like.
2: You can type
1: it in. It's a short, there you go. quick and easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this sound like a good combo to you? Or are these just, you know, the, one of those situations where it's really good on its own. These two things are good on their own. But when you put them together, not so much. A major food brand desperately wants us to start dipping our pizza in guacamole. I really don't think so. Depending on the type of pizza. I love pizza and I love guacamole. Yeah,
3: but why I'm not? i sure of the
1: two. Well, wh- because I think when I'm eating a pizza, I kind of want a different like I'm going for a different flavor that's either meaty or savory or tomatoey. Uh, Guacamole for me is not one of them, but that might work for some people. Hormel Foods owns the brand Holy Guacamole. They're behind the push. They're trying to steer all the pizza eaters toward their product. They did a poll that found 74% of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party and 91% would reach for pizza, but only 17% of us have tried them together. So they... They got their marketing people together. They said, you know, how can we how can we get people talking about this? How can we create buzz? So they held a contest and launched a website called guacifiedpizza.com. Guacified? Uh-huh. Guacify. Uh, 250 fans in San Francisco and Kansas City will win free pizza and guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. So we'll see if it. I mean never I graduates see. beyond being a marketing thing.
0: If you have like a pizza that has that really thick kind of crust around the edges that doesn't have a lot of cheese on it or any cheese at all or any sauce and having the crust at the very end and then dipping that in the guac.
2: Oh yeah. That
0: I could see. But what like, if you
2: had a taco pizza? What if you made a taco style pizza and then used the guacamole as like a vehicle for dipping?
0: That's an option too.
1: Like salsa verde will be my base. That'll be my tomato yeah, or base. or ranch.
2: And you then, could put down like some sort of spicy ranch.
1: Well, we <laughs> may as well just order Mexican at this point.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I don't really see you mess up taco pizza.
1: <laughs> In related news, Jeff is giving away jars of peanut butter to keep Super Bowl fans from wasting celery. And they're calling that ploy the save the celery campaign.
2: Oh, that's funny.
1: How can we use the Super Bowl to get people to talk about Jeff Peanut Butter? Okay, we're going to do a Save the Celery campaign.
2: Well, you get all that celery when you order all the chicken wings.
1: You never eat it all.
2: But it's usually, like, sometimes flimsy and rubbery and weird. Not in great condition. Yeah. Maybe peanut butter would make it better, Jeff. Mm.
1: That's what Jeff wants you to go buy. You can use it and make
2: ants on a log for the kids.
1: Okay, if aliens showed up tomorrow and they were not friendly, who would you want to be the point person in charge of talking it out with them?
2: Jennifer Jordan.
1: Who's bringing the Reese's Pieces?
0: <laughs> Jennifer Jordan.
3: Do you she, think
1: Jennifer Jordan? Make,
0: oh, 100 I don't know. If they're not friendly, I'd be a little bit nervous. I don't know if I'd be the best. It's like, I mean, if they came peacefully, I would be embracing them, you know, wholeheartedly, I think, unless they were really creepy looking
1: and scary looking.
0: No, I'd be fine. I think you would do amazing. I think I'd be fine. Yeah. I think I'd be all right.
1: Well, in a new poll, 43% of people said they would actually be cool with one of our current world leaders representing earth. They didn't specify who that would be, but you know, your options would be, you have to think about, you know, the biggest world leaders. And right now, uh, besides president Biden, that would be Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, uh, Emmanuel Macron, uh, King Charles, King Charles, is King Charles' fault? I don't know if you qualify, but you but get my point. <laughs> He's a figurehead. We can't ask Taylor Swift to do it since, you know, she's busy with Travis and the Super Bowl and everything.
2: Well, and touring in Tokyo.
1: Elliot from E.T., that he was just a fictional character. Right. I mean, come on, man. This is reality. Right.
2: Who else has really good alien movies where they were friends with the alien?
3: Sigourney Weaver.
2: Oh,
1: Well, in a poll, 42% of Americans said Frank Marzullo. (laughs) Yes. 42% of Americans said they believe they would be able to negotiate peace with aliens. Yeah. 42% of Americans feel that they're that good at calming a fight. Where are you everywhere else in the world, guys? Right, 37% of people say they believe aliens are already here While 41% uh, of people do not think they are among us yet The other 22% don't know Overall (laughs) 53% of people
2: That's me, I'm in the don't know
1: Uh, or in that don't care. Yeah. You know, until they need something from me, until it affects my life directly. Well,
3: that's what I was learning. He's <laughs> like forty-seven percent of people said they could handle it themselves <laughs> because we don't know what the hell we're going up against. So yeah, why not no throw your idea. name in the bucket? I mean, I got I can I can I mean, talk I, to someone as good as Joe Biden can. I'm sure I'm the one in the room that has thought about this the most.
0: Yeah, that's why I picked you.
3: And has probably,
0: <laughs> you know, read the most and watched the most about the about it. I you know, in the end, all I can think is that They're if they're here, their technology is so far advanced from what anything we have been able to even imagine that if they wanted to cause us harm, they would have done it. It would have happened by now. You know, I just have to believe. I thought you were just going to question them to death. Like you would just come out with all these questions okay, so where, and eventually your they would be like, I'm where, out. Where, where is your planet? How many of you are there? Yes. How do you reproduce? How many children do you usually have? What do you eat? What do you drink? How do you go to the bathroom? All the questions.
2: They would be like, I'm going back to a Mercury.
0: <laughs> What's it look like on your planet? Do you have rivers and oceans and lakes and mountains? <laughs> What's your take on Pluto? Planet I, or not? Can I can I drive your spaceship? What what does this button do?
2: Jeff would be like, "Do you guys want to eat? What do you guys want to eat? Hey, you ever had steak? some food?
0: You want to hit rubies?
1: You know we have an incredible food scene here. I have to tell you.
0: So, do you carry babies or do you lay eggs? How does it work?
1: I mean, that's kind of the whole sort of the whole premise of Star Trek is that's all about you know exploring new lives and new civilizations. Uh huh. I am Captain Jean Luc Picard, Mm -hmm. the Starship Enterprise. We come in peace. <laughs> maybe it should be Jeff.
2: <laughs> I know. I forgot about your vast knowledge. Yeah, just
1: the, you know, borrow a script from one yeah. of the Star Trek episodes. <laughs> That's all you we do. mean you know harm. Huh.
0: Uh-huh.
1: We are explorers.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, approach it that way, maybe. Yep. Overall, fifty-three percent of people think that aliens do exist somewhere out there, no matter how far away, while thirty-four percent. I uh, don't believe in extraterrestrial life. So you may not like this, but we're going to have to have a difficult conversation about emotional intelligence because <laughs> <laughs> there may be some aspects of this that you recognize in yourself. Do mm. so I need to get notes here? Okay. So it's
3: going to talk about your EQ.
1: Your EQ, emotional intelligence, is defined as the the ability to perceive and evaluate feelings accurately in ourselves and others. But how do you know if you need to work on those skills? Well, I have Jennifer Jordan sitting across from me, telling me every day what I need <laughs> to work on. <laughs>
0: Let me give you a list.
1: You don't have that luxury.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, then you uh, then you might need to do some research on your own, and we're going to help you with that. If you use any of the following phrases, it might be a sign that you have. A low emotional IQ. Uh-oh.
2: <laughs> <coughs> Here we go. Hit the bell, yeah. <laughs>
1: are you someone who says or has said many times in the past, I'm not changing. This is who I am.
0: Oh, no. Nah. But I hear plenty of people do that.
1: I am not going to change. This is who I am. Yeah. People who have low emotional intelligence are stuck in their ways and refuse to evolve. Instead, try, you know, I try to be open to feedback even when it's hard to hear. There you go. Number two, I don't care how you feel. Ooh. If you disregard other people's feelings, you most likely have low emotional intelligence. (laughs) Try this instead. I'm so sorry you're upset. How can I help? What do you need? How can I help you? Uh, Number three. Well, it's your fault I feel this way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are we all going back to that? You make me feel. (laughs) You make me feel. I mean,
1: you're the reason I am this way. Mm, Yeah.
2: Don't you? I feel like I am reliving an old relationship right now.
1: Yeah. If you have strong emotional intelligence, then, then you don't blame others for your feelings.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, try this instead you know i'm feeling emotional right now and here's why much better number four you're just wrong (laughs) you're just just wrong. wrong emotionally intelligent people focus more on understanding each other's experience and recognizing nuance try you know, I really want to hear your perspective, even when I don't see things the way you do. Can you help me understand why you're feeling this way?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's,
3: a hard, that's the hardest one. That's the hardest, that's the hardest one out of all four.
0: <laughs> I'm the la, 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 I la. <laughs> because some <laughs> people are just wrong, and you don't want to hear it. Because you know what they're going to say. You've heard it a thousand times, and guess what?
1: They're still,
3: wrong. they're just
0: wrong.
1: Uh, we yes. have gone round and round on this <laughs> yeah. so many times. Let's
2: agree to disagree. I just and move I can't.
1: On. I gotta, I gotta let you go. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you live in this
0: <laughs>
1: place <laughs> that you're
0: in, and, in this space of wrongness. You just do it. Yes, do it your way that's and enjoy.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't save you. Why am I trying? I don't know
0: yeah <laughs> no, I'm gonna be emotionally intelligent and disengaged. Yes, I'm gonna
1: <laughs> step away. It's a little before this is the Jeff and Jen morning show on Q one o two.
2: pretty sure that's jlo and ps the person behind all of this
3: is chris jenner
2: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
1: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: hi dad how are you
1: pretty good pretty good have you ever after a relationship ended have you ever gone back to an ex and said I apologize.
0: I am sorry for all that I did.
1: Yes.
2: I have been with the same person since I was fifteen, Wow. so I've never had to do that. You've
1: never that's had sweet. to apologize, or you've <laughs> never had to go back to an ex. No, that's There's, great. I've wow. I had
0: to go back to the next, but I don't apologize that often either, to be honest. So, how long then have the two of you been together? Um, it'll be fifteen years this year. Oh wow! wow.
2: Congratulations,
0: that's right. yeah. and you still like Thanks. Him. You still like him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great. Good.
1: Good. good. That's awesome. Well, you picked the right one at age 15.
0: (laughs) Yes. I know. That is sweet. I do love it. I I do love it when I see really old couples and they were high school sweethearts. Mm -hmm. Like my parents started dating when they were, my dad was 17 and my mom was 18 when they started dating. In college. That's sweet. Pretty stinking cute. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Have you ever played this game before? I have not. Well, then we probably should. I play it in the the car all the time, but I've seen how that goes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 30 seconds, 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. If you can answer them, then you're going to win the $1,000. Just do not repeat any of your answers and pass quickly. That's all we got
1: for you. Got it. All right. So today, Sam, you have the letter M
0: we haven't as had in, M in a while.
1: matrimony.
0: Yeah. That's I don't a remember the last great letter M. It is a good letter. Yep. All right.
1: So we've got 30 seconds on the clock, and I won't start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question.
0: There we go. All right. Here we go with the letter M. Name something you put ketchup on. An art supply. Marker. Something you cut. Map. Something you brush. Pass. A candy. M and M. A vacation spot. Pass. A party theme. Pass. A sports team. Mavericks. A singer. Mariah Carey. A body part.
1: Good answer. Re- vacation spot. I went to Maldives.
2: Montego Bay. Montego uh, Bay.
1: Maui. Yeah. Maui. Sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, Party theme. I was thinking. It's a lot easier uh, when you're not on the spot. Really so is.
0: Monkey. Something you put ketchup on meat.
1: Mayonnaise. Uh, yeah.
0: Mayonnaise. Yeah. Meat.
2: Yeah. You can put mayonnaise I, I put mayonnaise and
1: ketchup together. I will. Mayonnaise, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mayonnaise and ketchup it. on a uh, on a burger. Whopper with cheese. Yeah. Sure. Oh.
0: Good stuff. Yes. Uh, something you brush.
1: Your mane.
2: Yeah, Tim was saying Maine.
1: I came up with mange. Mange.
2: (laughs) You also could have picked an animal, like you could have said monkey or Mm -hmm. moose.
3: A mutt. A mutt.
2: mutt. Party theme. Monkey. Michigan. (laughs) Michigan.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: There's got to be Mickey Mouse.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, hopefully, this is the first of many. It's great talking to you, Sam.
0: yeah, you too. Have a good day. Yeah, Take you it too. easy. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Enjoy
1: your marital bliss. <laughs>
0: Bye.
1: Never having an ex. She's never, never had an ex. ex. Isn't
0: that something? I can imagine. How many exes do you have,
1: Jeff? I lost count.
0: <laughs> how much time do you have?
1: I lost count.
2: <laughs> what is, what is, I've done I'm, a
1: lot of apologizing <laughs> over the years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How long do you have to date somebody for them to officially become an ex as opposed to just somebody you dated? Like, do you need to be with them for four months, five months, six months, longer than that? You know what I mean? I mean, you can't really date somebody for a month and say, well, my ex, they're my ex. You, yeah, you can. I don't think you had enough experiences as a couple to call them an ex. Oh, I think That's you That's just can. somebody you dated. I think they're, I, think I think there's a difference.
1: Well, if I was with someone for three months and it was understood that we were... Exclusive. in a monogamous relationship that this was exclusive mm-hmm. and we did everything together including that yeah even though it was only three months does that does she not qualify as an ex I would probably that's what I'm asking even if we were only in think? our teens
0: <laughs> I mean is Mary an ex
1: no because <laughs> it was never a real it was not an exclusive relationship that conversation never happened but you would right. say
2: one of my hookups, like would you use that as Would a- you
0: say Mary was a girl you dated?
1: No.
2: She hooked up he hooked up with her. No,
1: she was she was just a yeah, well. She was a friend. She was a Friends. friend of mine. Right. <laughs> Friends of she was a really good. I mean this sincerely. Uh-huh. She was a really good friend.
2: Mm-hmm. That you would sleep with. Yes. Yeah.
1: This is a million years ago. We all have a past people. <laughs> how many she was hot. How many exes really do you hot. have,
2: Jen? Um, how many
0: would I count? Like high school boyfriend, college boyfriend. Two, Tim, Hubie, Jason. Mm, six. Yeah. I don't have very many. Probably either. six. Oh, seven, six or seven. I
3: would say I just dated like you just described. Yeah. Just figuring, figuring things out.
0: Yeah.
3: That really, I think that is a thing.
2: Did you ever define, you had trouble defining the relationship? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the commitment part of it. How long were you with somebody? Before Chris, what was the longest you'd ever been with somebody? Three months. Three months. So is that an ex?
3: Teetering. Teeter. I don't know. I think
0: yes. I think it's an ex. If you went out
2: on two dates, that's not an ex. But if you dated someone for a month. You
0: considered yourself a couple, an official couple.
2: Or just even dated around. Like, yeah, that's one of my exes. We used to go out all the time. (laughs) know.
0: Poor Tim. Tim, you had a rough start with things, didn't you? Sure did. <laughs> it's a rough go landed, for you for a landed while. Landed
3: great, though. It, yeah. Landed great.
0: Yep. Nice soft made, landing. Made me who I am today. today. There you are.
1: <laughs> made you who you are today.
0: Huh?
1: <laughs> so the U.S. has issued a travel warning to the Bahamas and Jamaica after a huge spike in murders and other violent crimes in those countries. God. Uh, the U.S. State Department elevated the security alert for the Bahamas on Friday. Uh, they actually had... The, the State Department has a website. Actually, you can go on this website anytime. You could type in your country. It'll tell you what the current travel advisory is for mm-hmm. that country. And usually, they're all low-level advisories. Even you know, in the best of countries, it'll say, you know, they just walk something. for pickpockets and things yeah. like that. Be vigilant, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but this after... The U.S. Embassy in the Bahamas advised U.S. citizens to be aware that 18 murders have occurred in Nassau alone since the beginning Uh, of the year. So we're only only a month in. in. Four weeks in. One every other day. 18 murders? That's a lot. Yeah, in just the city of Nassau.
2: What's going on there?
1: The alert warns that murders have occurred at all hours, including in broad daylight on the streets. Oh, my God. Uh, Retaliatory gang violence has been the primary motive in the 2024 murders. Wow. Uh, violent crimes such as burglaries, armed robberies and sexual assaults occur, occur in both tourist and non-tourist areas the travel advisory warns.
0: Not good.
1: Uh, the department notes most of the crime occurs on Nassau and Freeport Islands. Of course, that's there where are a the lot cruise of other-
2: ships come as Freeport, that's one of the big ports for all the ships.
1: They're especially warning people to be vigilant, I'm sorry, vigilant when it comes to staying at short-term vacation rental properties where private security companies don't have a presence
2: oh like verbos and stuff like that Mm. yeah uh
1: the state department also warned americans not to swim alone in the bahamas where there have been recent shark attacks
2: yeah i did see that well we we went to atlantis uh last year the bahamas for scott's mom's birthday and so i still get like a lot of the information coming up in Mm -hmm. my feed and there was a bad shark attack right off the coast of the atlantis where the that like where we were swimming in may of last year
0: yeah no thank you
2: yeah
1: the level two this is a level two travel advisory for the bahamas urging people to exercise extreme caution so they're not saying don't go there not they're not saying don't go to the bahamas they're saying exercise extreme caution however the travel advisory for jamaica is even higher. That's a level three, which encourages people to reconsider traveling there altogether. Do they have
3: specifics about the cities there? Because I know sometimes traveling to Kingston is very different from traveling to Montego Bay.
1: Yeah. Yes. Or
3: Ochos, Rio. I'm
1: sure it depends Rio's. on where you go. But here's the quote from the State Department advisory: Violent crimes such as home invasions, armed robberies, sexual assaults, and homicides are common. Sexual assaults occur frequently, including. At all-inclusive resorts, Mm. according to the advisory, local police often don't respond effectively to serious criminal incidents. The homicide report reported by the government of Jamaica has for several years been among the highest in the Western Hemisphere.
0: Dang.
1: The travel warning tells U.S. citizens to avoid walking or driving at night in Jamaica.
2: My word. That's scary. Those are some of the best vacation spots. I -hmm. know.
1: Well, they got to get their act together.
0: Yeah, for
2: sure. What they
1: got going on, I guess.
0: I guess I'll just stay
1: home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure your friendly neighborhood travel agent who you use and trust could probably give you the lowdown on areas. I'm sure it's like any other place. Some areas are better than others. But when it reaches the point where they feel the need to escalate the travel advisory from a two, which is eh, pay attention. Yeah a little dicey in some spots use common sense too we actually recommend you don't go
0: yeah
2: i wonder how that works though because that has a
1: huge impact on their tourist tourism industry Mm -hmm. which
2: is a
3: top thing at both of those locations
2: but a lot of people plan way in advance because you can pay as you go essentially like you put the deposit down and then you can pay so much So I wonder how that works for people that maybe last year planned a trip to Jamaica this year.
1: Hope you bought the insurance. And
2: now they're saying, hey, we don't think you should go.
1: Yeah. And would the insurance even cover you if you voluntarily just decide, you know, I don't feel safe going there? Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's like a
2: a stipulation in there. Like if you get to a travel three advisory, you can get your money back.
0: I mean, have you ever traveled anywhere that's kind of dangerous, Jeff? I mean, you've been everywhere or a lot of places
1: anyway. I mean, Anywhere that was considered dangerous, I don't think so. No. You went to not Singapore,
2: to, didn't you? I mean, not that that's dangerous, but they got a lot of rules you got to follow, right?
1: Oh, yeah. You can't even chew gum in Singapore. Yeah. It's <laughs> very It's kind of a dystopian sort of atmosphere when you're there. It's like pristine, super clean. There's zero crime, and for good reason. Mm. They don't tolerate it. Yeah. They don't tolerate anything. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't consider myself in any real danger. I didn't feel really stressed out about it.
0: How much did you have to read up on the rules behavior? Like, is there, there a behavior that you practice here at home that you would get in trouble for there?
1: I I don't believe so. No. no. Just, just follow the rules. Yeah. If the sign tells you no gum chewing. Swallow it. <laughs> Not that I chew gum.
0: They'll sit in your stomach for seven years, Jeff. <laughs> follow <laughs> that gum. Yeah,
1: don't litter. Be respectful. You're mm-hmm. in someone else's country. That's easy. It's common sense. Don't be an a-hill.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, people thought we were a little nuts for traveling to Asia at the start of the pandemic anyway. I mean, before things really started to shut down around here. Time. Yeah, I mean, this was like a huge thing in China. And it was starting to pop up and spread to other countries. And, and they were about, they almost shut the borders down in South Korea. They hadn't yet. We got out of there in time. But they started reporting that they were seeing the first cases in South Korea when we got there.
0: You were wearing masks the whole time. Everybody
1: right? was wearing masks, yeah. And social distancing was just kind of the norm there for a while. You kind of have a double memory of that trip.
3: Oh, yeah. You have the vacation memories, and then you have the COVID, the COVID memories. part of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was... It was good in the sense that when we were in Thailand, we stayed on this island, Ko Yao Noi, at this incredible, like breathtaking, once in a lifetime. Oh my God, I feel like I'm in in an exotic James Bond movie atmosphere. Looking at this amazing, what I felt like was the most beautiful place on earth. And we had the place it felt like we had the whole resort to ourselves Mm. because most of the tourists were from China or other Asian countries. And they closed the border and they shut the borders down in China. So no one could make it out. No one could come to the resort. And because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of people weren't traveling anyways. So, you know, we were one of just a handful of people. I mean, we'd see people at dinner, but it was so quiet and we'd walk or we'd wander around and wouldn't see people. Yeah. It was glorious.
2: (laughs) It never felt weird.
1: (laughs) No, I mean, it felt like we were in a dream kind of, I was going to say to me,
2: I would have been like end of days. This is what end of days feels
1: like. No, I mean, there was staff (laughs) when you needed them. Like if you hollered at someone, they they were there for you. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: And if you wanted to see people, you just go to the dining area, but, yeah, like even in the middle of the day, you know, when you think the the pool would be really crowded, we'd be one of like 4 or 5 people. Yeah. That's wild. And granted, it was kind of a boutique resort anyway, so it wouldn't be like one of those really overcrowded ones,
0: mm-hmm. but still. Yeah.
1: It's wild. Huh. And I, you know, I felt bad for them cuz they were just dying, you know. They were like, "God, we just
0: Mhm.
1: This is killing us." Yeah. Huh. But in a sense that, yeah, like everybody was just wearing masks everywhere and there was all this crazy social distancing. It was like, I, I wonder, you know, we in the back of our minds we were thinking are we going to be able to get out of here before they close the borders.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't that have been something if you'd have been trapped there for months?
1: Because they were talking about and, and this was our last leg when we were in Singapore. Uh, Trump was about to it sounded like he was going to shut the borders to the U.S. So we didn't know if that meant like we'd be able to get back in and especially if you're traveling from China. But since we weren't coming from China, we're pretty sure we'd be okay. And then when we landed uh, in Atlanta and we went through customs in Atlanta after we came back to the U.S., the first question they asked is, uh, were you in China at Mm -hmm. all, even for a minute? Yeah. No. Nope. Man. All right, you're fine. And then we shut, it wasn't that long after, it was less than a month, we shut everything down here. So that escalated quickly. By the way, uh, Taylor Swift will be coming from Asia after performing the last of five straight shows in Tokyo. And just in terms of the timing, with that in the Super Bowl, it looks like she'll be able to make it to the Super Bowl in time. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead of Las Vegas. So when the concert ends... It'll probably be around 5 or 6 a.m. Saturday Vegas time. So you figure, you know, a private plane takes about 11 or 12 hours to fly from Tokyo to Las Vegas. So there shouldn't be any issue with her getting there in time. But she, she might be kind of tired, though.
0: I always, it fascinates me with English-speaking artists who are so huge in non-English-speaking countries. I, you know, do they even know what the songs, (laughs) I mean, when they first hear them, do they have to have translation? How does that work exactly? Because we don't we don't have a bunch of artists here that speak and are singing in another language that are huge. Can you think of any?
1: No, I can't think of anything currently.
0: That would sell out five nights. No. In a large... Arena. What about um BT um BTS?
2: Yeah. They totally would.
3: That's close. No, but but, they, but still, they
2: they sing in English. Some of the stuff, not all of it.
1: Yeah, but uh, you're telling me that there are BTS popular BTS charting BTS songs we played on Q102 that are not in English?
2: No. Parts of them. I mean, they have like Yeah, that's
1: her point. Yeah. yeah.
2: But I'm thinking that would be the That's the closest. that would be the most comparable thing to what she's talking yeah. about.
1: Yeah. I mean, even ABBA was a Swedish pop group.
2: Singing in English.
1: <laughs> Singing in English. <laughs> right. And when you go to Europe, you flip around the dial you rent a car and you
0: uh-huh.
2: go
1: from station to station. You know, it's about 50-50 English speaking pop songs.
0: Yeah. I mean, don't they have enough artists over there of their own?
1: Yeah, I mean, you would think, I guess. Yeah, but not- you
0: think about how many, you, you, like, American bands tour the world, and they're going to all of these different countries that aren't even... How do they communicate with the audience? You know, I, I mean, they just do their thing. How you but- doing,
3: Tokyo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, they probably <laughs> like just that. do, like, certain yeah. words and phrases. Like, okay, we're going to be in Paris tonight. Let's I don't speak French. Thing. Yeah, Bonsoir, Paris. Yeah.
0: I wonder if they
2: ever bring out an interpreter and say, "Here's what I want you to say." And then I mean, that person comes on and "Are they doing interviews? Are they doing press says, over there? Da, 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 da. What, is, what does that look like?" Well, yeah, because what's that radio? The BBC um, isn't it? A BBC Radio that gets like every major star, so they yeah. got to be doing some kind of press. I mean, in Europe, or you think they're doing it in Tokyo?
0: I don't know. Next time we have Drew Lachey in, let's ask him because 98 degrees toured.
2: Oh, that's right. They they went to yeah.
0: Didn't didn't he say once that they were huge in Japan? I think so.
1: Like a million years ago, one of the biggest live albums of all time was Cheap Tricks Live at Budokan I album. I love that album. <laughs> I don't I don't hear any Japanese on that album. No. I want you to want me. Right. <laughs> and they lost their freaking minds. Right just find that fascinating i mean it's really hard as an american not to just consider yourself the center of the universe because so many people around the world speak at least a little bit of english
0: right
2: with taylor swift though her eras tour movie has been streaming so i bet every person there knows every single Mm -hmm. word to what she's gonna be doing Mm -hmm. unless she changes it up somehow
1: yeah but but you got to be open to it right like, would we ever give a foreign artist who didn't speak our language a chance? No. And that's the that's the difference between I feel like Americans and mm-hmm. everybody else. Yeah, uh, France just...
3: France has this huge rap scene. Like, there's a ton of really, really famous French rappers. We don't
0: we don't play that. Don't know no, anything we don't about them. it. You know. Well, we had Lil and Vita Loca. Macarena wasn't a lot of that in Spanish. What about uh, Gangnam Style? Gangnam Style. Didn't uh, Glacius? Didn't Uh, he uh, Enrique Glacius have Bailamos? What about? um...
3: (laughs) We counted five in thirty years. No, and they're all from the mid nineties. No, no, no. What was the one
0: with Justin Bieber? Uh, Despacito. Despacito. There we go.
1: Oh yeah. Despacito, and we would get complaints from people. You know, I
3: listen to Q102 because I speak English. (laughs) Shame on you. I
2: remember, too, Justin Bieber saying that he could never perform (laughs) that that song live because he couldn't say
0: the words outside of the recording. Yeah. I'm sure he had it all printed out in front of him, and he was
1: reading it. Uh, Yeah. When Jessica Simpson, like, at the beginning of her career, when she came out with, I I guess it would have been that first or second album she was so cute and
3: she sat on your lap
1: was it the second album
3: she had two albums
1: <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she had a few albums <laughs> she had
2: a greatest hits
1: <laughs> but she came she visited the radio station one day and this was you know late in the afternoon i was doing an afternoon show at the time and i just i was trying to make small talk and i'm like well how are you doing today she goes i'm exhausted i said why are you exhausted she said i've been in the recording studio all day I'm like, oh that'll do it she goes well no uh, like, I've been having to sing everything in Spanish today. I'm like, oh, you speak Spanish? No. <laughs> so, they had, she's explaining to me that they had to rewrite all of her lyrics with phonetic uh, Spanish syllables, basically. So like she was she had doing
0: to, a Spanish album? She was doing a yeah.
1: Spanish version of her album. Okay. Doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Oh, wow. And so, she said they basically had to translate her lyrics. They couldn't just write it in Spanish. They had to write it phonetically so that she would pronounce no, it I correctly. Know. Yeah. Which is smart. Would I would need that too, probably. I is bet that I it was really hard for her. That's why she <laughs> was exhausted she was that day. tired. <laughs> 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 yeah. Phew. So I need to sit down. <laughs> Thanks for listening